ACP Church family, welcome to the No Borders podcast, where every week we will discuss the sermon and share some personal takeaways. Hey, what's up, CP family? Today we are discussing the new sermon series called Half-Hearted, where Pastor Tom opened us up with half-hearted commitment. We are walking through the book of Malachi, as Pastor Tom said, verse by verse, paragraph by paragraph, where we're discussing the conversation that God is having with his people. All right. So thank you for joining me today. Today I have Pastor Devon and my sister-in-law, Kyla, on the podcast today. Today is November 6th, and uh, we will be uh, talking a little bit about the sermon. We are continuing the Malachi series, Half-Hearted. And so we got into this sermon today, and uh, we talked a little bit about generosity and giving. And uh, Pastor Tom started off with the story about the little girl who had stolen the the shoehorn from the place that he was working. And I wanted to ask you guys, have you guys ever, as a kid, stolen anything? Tons. <laughs> <laughs> you said as a kid. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yes. Well, I, I didn't want to like, you know, incriminate anybody. Here, but let's, the statute of limitation, after, 10 years or, or more so ago. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. For sure. I've stolen a lot from my sisters okay. and mm-hmm. continue, uh, given the opportunity, I would continue to mm-hmm. steal from them. <laughs> I'm still looking at my blood, my brother's blazer in my closet that I wear, you know, that I was supposed to borrow for that one time. Yes. You know, it's, it's, mm. it fits me well. Yeah. You it know what? Sometimes well. they're solid steals. Yes. And that's only, that was about what, two years ago. Sorry, brother. <laughs> I don't know if but I remember it being like a teaching moment. What about you, brother? Did so you? you don't remember like getting caught or it was just not a moral lesson that you remember? Because obviously it sounds like you guys both just continue <laughs> to have done it. I'm I remember as a kid, <laughs> you rem- I remember okay. my friend and I, we went to 7-Eleven and we saw these little things at the cash register. And uh, I don't even know what it was. It was like a little calendar or something. But both of my friend and I, we, we took them and we brought them home. My parents didn't realize that we had taken them for probably about a day or two. And so uh, as soon as my mom found out, she made me go back to the store, return it. And I remember that that lesson because um, I was very embarrassed to like mm-hmm. go back to the person uh, and say, you know, I, I took this and, and no, I shouldn't have. Uh, but it was definitely a, a moral lesson. But um, I guess you guys didn't have that. I mean. Well, I had one. I was about five <laughs> oh. or six. And my mom, I took some now and laters. You guys remember that candy? Yeah, I love those. So, yeah. I took some from the corner store and I brought them home and I was eating them. I thought, you know, I didn't know I had to buy stuff. It was always there for me. So <laughs> my mom got me and she took me back and told me I had to tell the clerk that I owed the clerk. Oh. And that's, yeah. You couldn't yeah. return it because you already eaten it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I owed the clerk and the clerk made me explain why I owed them, how I owed them, how much I owed them and how I was going to pay it off. And I thought my mom was just going to give me the money. <laughs> <laughs> but then he had to earn it. Yeah. So I had to work for like 10 minutes in the store, I think it was. And oh, wow. I had to clean up the store for about 10 minutes. That's I cute that the that. lady got behind behind the teaching lesson, though. Yeah. Yeah. That was cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. <laughs> I'm going to say for um, every time after I had my daughter, you know, like you go to the grocery store, you have this giant car seat, you sit it in the cart. I stole so much by accident, but I would care because it would hide under the car seat. And by the time you've loaded your groceries in and now you have this newborn, you found out that you didn't pay for something. Mm. I would carry it with me (laughs) 
And so the next time, like it was almost like makeup or something small. And then I would rebuy it at Publix because I felt bad. Like it's like the guilt. So at some point I must have stolen that the guilt has, you know, carried me through. But so, but I don't remember as a child. I'm sure I stole a lot. Probably. I could see that. Uh, <laughs> but, so, so anyway, um, we are going into the um, next edition of the, the Malachi series here. And uh, today, like I said, about generosity, giving, tithing. And uh, he started off with, um, you know, saying that moral values outweigh property values. And that was after that story about the little girl who had, had stolen and everything. And right now, the um, the people of Malachi's day are are you know, learning that those moral values and how they are outweighing, you know, what's, what's going on there. And so as far as, you know, when we go into talking about tithing, generosity, is there anything that, that really stood out to you at the the sermon today? I know he went over some, some different points, but um, what kind of, what did you connect with during the sermon, Kyla? Um, well, you know, that first line, whenever he gave us the moral values outweigh property values, I remember at, as a kid, my dad always saying, what's your integrity worth? What What is it worth? And um, that you know, it's a good reminder. So when he said it, it kind of, you know, pinged this like, I don't know, something in my heart where I'm like that, you know, it's a good reminder. Like what, what are things worth? You know, who you are, your character outweighs anything um, that is physical. Um, and I think he kicked it off by you know, doing the comparison whenever he was talking about the prodigal son, that really resonated with me um, with, you know, during the time in Malachi, he was basically saying, you know, you know, like if you come back to me, I'll, you know, I'll be here, I'll run after mm-hmm. you, um, but you can't, you, you need to be in it. Um, yeah. And and doing that comparison of the prodigal son coming home. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. So um, he, he also got into, you know, giving, generosity, you know, making it about, you know, what, who's the ownership? Ownership is the main thing that they were kind of dealing with that. Is it, is it really your stuff that you're holding on to, or is it just something, is it our finances? Is it our money that we're being stewards of? It's, it's ultimately God owns it. You know, mm-hmm. we, we are just being good stewards of it. And how are we stewarding what he has given us and uh, how are we doing? Are we doing it um, through a generous heart, or are we kind of just grudgingly going into it and everything? Yeah, he hit kind of both <clears throat> both sides of that. He talked about tithing and talked about how that's really the base of generosity, right? Mm-hmm. But then you can get caught up in the mundaneness of tithing because that's just what you do, and you forget about worshiping because he's he actually does own it all, like you just said. He talked about when generosity really kicks in, how you go above and beyond mm-hmm. just that baseline. And that's really where where God really does want us because we realize that he is over it all. He owns it all. He's the one that gave it to, gave it to us in the first place. We know that it's kind of diluted in um, certain sects of um, certain uh, sections of the of, of our um, of the religious culture mm-hmm. um, that it's what you give, you'll get back, right? Mm-hmm. But God does promise that. He promises that we read that today. You know, what you give, he will He will give it back, but not necessarily, let's say, in dollars. Mm-hmm. His blessing is more than that. It's, it, we see that in Malachi. It's more than that. But we have to remember not the giver, but who we're giving to, yeah. which is truly the giver, right? Yeah. The giver yeah. of it all. I mean, he he mentioned kind of what you brought up, the proportional giving. Mm-hmm. So there was those three points, being consistent, you know, allowing tithing to stretch you. And then it was doing it with a generous heart, which mm-hmm. is what you just brought up. So making sure you're consistent with it because it, it 
it does teach um, a certain habit, you know, of, mm-hmm. of something that you're called to do. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, it's not just like a one and done type of situation. You're going to do it every time, mm-hmm. you know, and then it's almost part of who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's how you walk. And then it's stretching you like, you know, it requires you, tithing requires you to give up something, you know, making sure that, you know, you're being stretched in that moment. And it's, it's um, right. you know, it's, I don't know. That's a, that's a hard one. You know, sometimes I get caught up on like, am I really, you know, being stretched here, you know? Mm. And then finally, you know, you know, like you said, with being a generous heart, just. Um, I yeah. think that's where the stretching comes in, right? Be moving beyond tithing and mm-hmm. being generous. You know, that's where the real stretching comes in because you can give that dollar, right? Mm-hmm. You can do that. If, if we talk, you know, when we're talking mm-hmm. about dollars, you can give that. I get paid. This is my 10th, mm-hmm. right? But it's the mundaneness of that that we do risk getting caught in. It's just, this is my portion. This is my portion. This is my portion. When God's been more than enough. Generosity is where we step it up. That's where we re- we're really stretched that. When that person in front of you is buying groceries, you can see that they're kind of struggling. You say, nope, I got it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And let that person walk away with those things. Or there's a person at the pump and you're like, hey, you know what? Let me, let me take care of this for you. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be anything with money itself. It could be that time. Just spending time with someone, being that generous, being generous with your own time and being spending that time with someone could also be it. Oh, sure. You know, it's generosity is generosity, right? Mm-hmm. It's yeah, and you know, just like you know, analogy that I thought of was, you know, if if you're if you're working out, if you're you know going into the gym and you're just doing the same thing, mm-hmm. we're lifting the same amount of weight every time. Are you really going to get stronger? Are you really going to improve upon you know your physical shape? Just like generosity, if you're just giving you know the ten percent, you're just making it the you know mundane thing. Are you really going to grow that muscle of generosity? You know, are you are you doing it consistently consistently enough, or you know, are you treating it as you know I'm just going to be this you know workout person that just goes in the gym one time every month and you know kills themselves and you know are they just going to just that analogy of you know I'm just going to give this one time and then it's not going to be consistent and you know I'll check the box and everything. Eric, did you mean for this gym analogy to attack me? You know, issue because you brought this up last time. No one's attacking you. Not. No one's attacking. Do you, you want to talk okay. about? We can talk about the gym. No, we're not going to talk about the gym. <laughs> but no, so yeah, growing. You know, if if your goal is to become a more generous person, if your goal is to you know grow that generosity, you know, you you can pray pray for it, pray for it. But you gotta you know actually you know do the work of trying to find those areas where you can stretch yourself. You know, don't make it so it's just the the comfortableness of, you know, giving that little bit. And that's where it does become mundane. And when everything. you become consistent, so when it becomes part, it becomes part of who you are. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden you start becoming generous without realizing mm-hmm. you're being generous, you know, because it's just, you know, that consistent um, aspect. And, um, I will say, um, I do, you know, I like the, you know, whenever the the scripture where it says, you know, from Malachi 310, it said, bring all your tithes into the storehouse so there will be enough food for my in my temple. If you do, says the Lord mm-hmm. of heaven's armies, I will open the windows of heaven to you. I will pour out a blessing so great that you won't have enough room to take it in. Try it. Put me to the test. Mm-hmm. And it was, I believe that's the only place we find in Scripture that we are allowed to test God. Well, he actually says, test me mm-hmm. and see. Mm-hmm. That's the only place we find it. We, we can study this again to find out for sure. But if we go back, right, we go back to the Scripture that was before that. Um, it was eight or nine. We, we can't miss this point either. 
Um, but you ask, how are you robbing me in tithe and offerings? You are under a curse, your whole nation, because you are robbing me. Now, if we move away from just the word tithe, right? We're robbing him of worship. We're, we're robbing him of that aspect of it. Why did he create us? He created us to worship him. That's a main point. The very thing that he created us for, we're not doing. Mm-hmm. We're not doing in this area. I think it's very key for us not to forget. And if we do it, if we do what, we've, what we were created to do, he promises us a blessing. Mm-hmm. He promises us that. So in every area of our life, we're called to do something. In every area of our life, we're called to worship. We can't miss that. I don't mm-hmm. think we need to miss that. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. No. And I, yeah, yeah, it's 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 that discipline that that putting that consistent effort into it and so, you know, making it so we're giving with a generous heart, not necessarily expecting that he's going to, you know, give us just in return, but he he did make that promise to us that we we will, you know, get that, but it's not these prosperity, give the church X amount of dollars and you're going to get, you know, the the best job or you're going to win the lottery or kind of thing. <laughs> like right. um so we wouldn't we don't expect it that way, but we expect God to work in our life. We you know are, mm-hmm. are always, you know, you know, looking for God to 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 come in and intervene for those things that we've we've prayed for and everything, uh, just by being disciplined, best, just by you know showing up and and doing those. Just things. by trusting, mm-hmm. there's a satisfa- there's a satisfaction that comes in when you have when you find that grateful and giving heart that you know what he's taking care of me. Mm-hmm. You know if you I mean mm-hmm. you pay your tithe right. Let's just say you pay your tithe. Let's bring it to the bottom level. You pay your tithe, but you know what you see that person in need or you know there's a need and you extend yourself for that. Hey, you're worshiping right. Mm-hmm. You're you're getting that. You are stretching yourself. You're moving beyond just that baseline. And it's a beautiful place to be when your heart can go beyond that. You're a giver. You're, you get on my nerves so much that you like to give sometimes. You know I, what I mean? I, just, I don't know about Kyla <laughs> loves to use her talent when it comes to cooking and bringing stuff. And I enjoy those moments, but it makes me look stupid when I don't bring anything. You know? But you are givers and you go beyond just that base. You want to, you want to please God. You want to be pleasant to others. It makes a big difference. Yeah, and you know it takes the the focus off of ourselves because you know we're 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 living in a time where you know prices are going up. We, mm-hmm. You know he touched on that. You know inflation's a real thing. You know price of the grocery store, rent. You know things are are going up. So you may already be feeling stretched in mm-hmm. you know your normal kind of expenses and everything. But you know getting into you know a budget and really you know knowing that God's going to to bless you through that. So not just you know just focusing in on what you have, but being able to continue to to give through this you know difficult time to continue through that and you know grow that muscle grow that discipline through it um yeah whenever i was um a little girl um we we had earned money and my mom was taking this time to teach us about tithe i was i was young and um Avery and i my little sister had gotten money and so she taught us about how we need to give to the church and then we had this other um you know they were doing something else, some sort of outreach. And so I had to give a port, you know, my mom challenged us to give to that too. So I gave some, and my mom said that she left feeling really sad for me because I I didn't really have a lot of the money left that I had earned, but like I wanted to give. And so I, you know, you know, did it. And um, we were cleaning out my closet and I found an old purse. And so I'm going through it and I found way more money than I had earned. Mm. Um, And this was within just, a cup, you know, just within an hour or two of us doing this. And um, I remember my mom telling me, like, 
this is because of your genera, you know, your generosity, your giving, um, your, you know, God blesses you. Um, and I t- have carried that through my whole, you know, the rest of my life. Cause I remember that one moment where I had gotten all of this, you know, I was like, so, you know, I remember I, I was like, am I supposed to tithe on this now? <laughs> What's the tithing role? <laughs> you know, cause I was trying yes. to understand it cause I was so little. But, um, so when I see, you know, whenever the scriptures are brought up and like he rewards you and the blessings mm-hmm. will come, I know that because I remember that happening to me just as a young, you know, little girl. Um, so encourage the giving. I do too. I remember when we had a project going going on here at the church and Pastor Tom had called us to, you know, to step it up. He called us to, you know, step step it up and, you know, generously offer. So we had, I sat my family down and said that we're going to stretch ourselves and we're going to do this. We're going to do this amount, right? And I didn't know how we were going to do it. I had no idea. I was kind of actually defeated in this conversation I was having with my children. I was a little defeated, like, I don't know. We are already stretched to the hill, but I know God is bigger. So in the middle, my son gets up. My youngest son, he's about nine at the time. He gets up, runs upstairs to his room. He brings down his piggy bank. And he says, this will start us. This is enough to start us. Mm. Having that faith. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was pennies and nickels and dimes in that thing mm-hmm. and not that many of them where it could, it just shook at the bottom. I put that in a vase to remind me that God is always blessed. He's always been bigger. The faith of that child yeah, superseded cool. the faith of his father. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He knew we could start there. Mm-hmm. He knew. And that's what I encourage anybody that's listening to. Just start. That's right. Just start. Mm-hmm. Trusting God. Yeah. Trusting God when it comes to this. Yeah, trusting him that, you know, that he's going to take care of you through this. You know, you may not see it in the moment, but as you lean on him, as you, you know, develop that generosity, he he will provide. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I always like to, you know, obviously give a little plug with the financial piece. And so, you know, if, if you're struggling with your, your finances and everything, helping to manage your money a, a big biblical way, uh, the church offer, offers financial peace courses uh, throughout the year, so uh, join into to those because those are how I really I, I, it helped me kind of look at tithing, giving in a spiritual, biblical way, and it helped me a lot. But and uh, if you're slow like me, after you've taken financial peace and you still struggle with uh, yeah, tithing, yeah. you know what I mean? You still I, I've taken it a few times. You know, what? I think I'm on my third time. Yeah. So you know what? Just repeat it and repeat it and repeat it. <laughs> So we can talk about giving all day. We can talk about tithing all day and just how God just supersedes any expectation when it comes to that. Yeah, for sure. But but yeah, so uh, thank you guys for for joining me today. Uh, We encourage you to listen to the previous podcast and join us next week for the next edition of Half-Hearted Series. Thank you guys.